I'm a veterinarian, sure, but I'm way more than that. I'm also a tango dancer, a struggling but determined pie maker, and a mom. With IndieVets, I get to choose when and where I work. I create my own schedule and choose shifts at nearby animal hospitals that are right for me. Having that flexibility is exactly what I need to have plenty of time for all those other things that I am. Because I'm more than just a vet. Visit IndieVets.com to learn more and apply. Ohio needs nurses now. Xavier University is offsetting the demand by offering individuals with non-nursing bachelor's degrees an accelerated path to the profession. With locations in Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus, our ABSN program enables adult learners like you to earn a respected Bachelor of Science in Nursing in 16 months. So what are you waiting for? There's no better time than now to step up and become a nurse. Search Xavier ABSN to apply. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. All-Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Excellent, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network and the Exxon Broadcast Network, right across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, Australia, Asia, India, Africa, and Europe. Our worldwide toll-free number, 1-800-610-7035. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, you can always chat with somebody here in our studios by using the MSN address, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com, and our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. And don't forget, Nation, you can get your copy, your complimentary copy of the March 2010 edition of the X Chronicles newspaper just by sending me an email address asking me for the link to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. For thousands of years, Exxon Nation, religious visions have appeared in both unusual and everyday circumstances. 
For example, Moses found God in a burning bush. Joan of Arc spoke to him in a field in France. Bernadette Surboise saw the Virgin Mary in the woods near Lourdes. And the village has since attracted an average of 5 million visitors per year. Now, continuing in that context, look, it's Jesus, a book that collects images and uh, spiritual icons such as Jesus, the Virgin Mary, Buddha, and more, that have appeared in everyday objects to everyday people. Now, from grilled cheese sandwiches to beehives and frying pans, these 100% authentic visions are surprising, enlightening, and always amazing. Now, we're going to be speaking to one of the co-authors of the book. Harry uh, Charon, with his wife Sandra, wrote the book. It's entitled, Look, It's Jesus! Amazing Holy Visions in Everyday Life, and it's published by the good people at Chronicles Books. And Harry, welcome to the X-Zone. Hi, Rob. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Uh, Harry, where did your interest in uh, the religious icons uh, appearing to everyday people come from? Well, you know, um, I do a lot of research on the Internet. I'm mm-hmm. a writer, and, and uh, in the course of uh, researching other projects, I kept coming across images of Jesus, the Virgin Mary, and various other images um, on the Internet, and I became very fascinated by the subject and by the reactions that uh, the people who discovered them had. Um, there were it, there seemed to be discoveries all over the, all over the planet, uh, uh-huh. from uh, as far as Buenos Aires and and uh, Australia, and all of, all across the U.S. And uh, we thought that it might be a really nice idea to compile these and see if we could make get some kind of a theme going. And what we discovered was that um, especially these days where, where people are having hard financial times. People are looking for miracles, yes, and and they're seeing them in all different kinds of objects. And this phenomenon is actually called pareidolia, and, and it, it's a result of our brains sort of being hardwired to see uh, recognizable patterns in things. Mm-hmm. However, some of the images that appear in the book are so astounding that you really have to question whether it's. Uh, just a fluke, or if it's really a genuine uh, religious finding. Um, like you said, these have been going on for yeah. a long time, and the first really popular one that is uh, that was uh, written about was uh, about a, uh, a woman in, uh, in in text named Maria Rubio. All right, what we're going to do is we're going to have a bit of a cliffhanger here. When we come back from this two-minute commercial okay, break, sure. we'll tell the story about Maria. Our very special guest this hour is Harry Charon. He is the co-author with his wife, Sandra, of a book entitled, Look, It's Jesus, Amazing Holy Visions in Everyday Life. It's published by the good people at Chronicles Books. And for more information, you can visit their website at www.chroniclesbooks.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon, coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. We'll be back in two minutes. Don't go away.
Harry Choron is our special guest explanation. He's the co-author of Look, It's Jesus, Amazing Holy Visions in Everyday Life. The website to visit to find out more about Harry and his wife, Sandra, who is the other uh, co-author of this book. And how you can order it, www.chroniclebooks.com. Harry, what, what sort of people discover these images? Well, it, it's really kind of all across the board. We had contributions from little old ladies in the Midwest, factory workers, hairstylists, scientists, professional photographers, and uh, we got one from a youth minister, um, and the image was called Jesus, and it was actually an image of Jesus in a Cheeto. Oh, my goodness. And uh, Yeah, my goodness is right. And uh, the fellow that uh, that discovered this is a, a youth minister, mm-hmm. and he didn't necessarily believe that it was a, a vision of sorts, but he found it as a really good uh, jumping off point for discussions with his uh, with the students, and they had a lot of uh, interesting debate about whether or not the what the image represented. But he didn't make it seem as though it was really a uh, a holy vision. Whereas a lot of other of the contributors did. Um, I was beginning to tell you about Maria yes, Rubio, yeah. who, who made a tortilla for her husband back in 1977. Mm-hmm. And when she flipped it over, there was an image of Jesus on it. And she was so excited that she called all of her neighbors. And before you knew it, within a couple of days, there were literally thousands of people in front of her house trying to get in to see this. And it got so uh, so busy, the line got so long, that her own children... Uh, couldn't get into the house to to you know after school. They the people thought that they were kind of uh, line crashing. So it was it was kind of a ticklish situation, but rather funny at the same time. Um, the, uh, the 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 contributors were all basically people that were very highly observant and took special care in finding um, in finding these images. Now, we, we, we've seen a couple of these on national news, Harry, and, and I, yes. have to, I have to ask you, when you receive uh, a, a submission or when you investigated these stories, were there any that you and your wife just looked at and said, I'm sorry we don't see it, we're not going to include it in our book? Well, yes, there were some that were contrived, photoshopped, and there was one particular image that, although it appears on religious sites, mm-hmm. we just felt that it was not appropriate for the book, and that was called Dog Butt Jesus. It was actually oh. an image of Jesus on the rear end of a dog. Now that's tacky. Uh, I believe it was a golden retriever, and we just didn't want to include that. We didn't want to want to offend anyone about it, including that image. That, that was very tacky and tastelessly done by whoever did it. Very tacky, very tacky. Why do you think so many people see these images in food? Well, you know, it's really not food so much. It, it's actually a combination of, of food and, and natural, natural occurring, um, natural occurring phenomenon. Um, especially anything that has organic textures that mm-hmm. are constantly changing. Uh, people tend to notice these things and they, they focus on it. And that's why when somebody is cooking something or a frying pan gets a, a particular kind of burn on it, which we, we have an image of, um, they're so engaged in what they're doing that they actually pay attention to it. Uh, you know, we, when, we take a, when we cook or we take a nature, work, uh, a nature walk, we're seeing things mostly and carefully. And 
you know, many of the images are of food, but most of them are actually in natural occurring, um, in objects that occur in nature is what I'm trying to say. Um, and the thing is, if you're on a nature walk and you're trying to find an image, you may not necessarily find it, mm -hmm. but even if you don't see a specific image, you're still observing God's wonders. So there's, you know, a special kind of person that will do that, and this type of person is more attuned to recognizing these these findings. So do you think that these these findings are actual uh, religious experiences, God, Christ, or, or any of the other great masters trying to communicate with uh, with people here on this planet at this time of need? Well, you know what? It's not really for me to say. Um, I was very non-judgmental about the images that I received. Mm -hmm. I really based my enthusiasm about an image based on the description given by the uh, the discoverer. Right. And in many cases, they were highly, highly moved, uh, deeply moved, I should say. And they're, uh, they were so enthusiastic that they just couldn't wait to share this with the rest of the, uh, with, with other people. So they were so enthusiastic about contributing them to the book. Um, others, you know, other people were, were not, especially the religious, but began to feel that maybe they should be. And they were very inspired by by their discoveries and took took their own faith uh, literally uh, quite a bit more serious. Um, there's one gentleman in particular who discovered some uh, a meteorite mm -hmm. that had fallen into his backyard, and uh, he was so eager about sharing this image with with the with, with us that he was calling me almost every day for about three weeks. Wow. And uh, it, it was it, it really is an amazing image. It, it's the uh, it's Jesus on an actual meteorite, and uh, coincidentally, he had another meteor fall into his backyard, but uh, this time there was no Jesus, just a regular meteorite. What has been the most profound image that you have seen? You know, I, I, again, I can't really, I can't really make a judgment about that. But some of the images are so striking that you really have to wonder whether they are a message from God or not. Um, there was a uh, a building in uh, Florida mm -hmm. that had a, uh, oh, a watermark yes, of the I Virgin Mary. I remember this. This is going back about 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And and thousands of people would gather in front of the building and, mm -hmm. and stare at it and yeah. just marvel at it. And I think people take these this phenomenon very very seriously. But wasn't that, but wasn't that actually investigated? And it was found to be there was a a couple of palm trees on the side, and it was uh, it was after a storm. And uh, if my memory serves me correct, the, the, the pattern was actually caused by wind and other elements, and it was just, uh, just a, well, I guess it falls into the category, no matter how it happens, it happened. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It, it's not so much how it happened, it's the fact but it that did it happen. and it was there, and people congregated to their seeking spiritual enlightenment or just a sense of communing mm -hmm. with, with God and with Jesus. And uh, you know, it 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 remained a uh, an attraction for for a very long yeah. time. What are members of the religious community saying about the book and its contents? 
Um, we were actually uh, we were actually uh, covered. Our, our story was covered on BeliefNet.com, and they ran a contest in which they asked uh, their viewer, their readers, uh, which amount to about six million six million people, uh, to send stories of their funniest and most memorable uh, holy experiences, and uh, five five top winners would win copies of the book. Um, the book also covered uh, by the Wall Street Journal and by uh, the Huffington Post, and it made it onto Entertainment Weekly's must list. Um, That's so very impressive. people people are are very uh, interested in the phenomenon, and they're uh, very eager to share their experiences. Tell me, have you ever seen your own Jesus Mary image? No, I haven't, but I'll have to tell you, when, when I was writing the book, I was on uh, the Atkins diet, and the only snack food that you could have were pork rinds. Yeah. So it occurred to me that I ought to look at each pork rind before I get into it. And a couple of times I, I came to something, you know, something close to an image, but you know, not, not, really, not really all that great, so I, I, I kind of mixed that idea. You know, I, I, was, I, I was on the Atkins uh as well a number of years ago, and I'll tell you something. If I never see another pork rind again, <laughs> I feel the same way. That's why I'm, that's why I'm walking out now. Uh, there was also an image that I found on the internet that I couldn't, I just could not get, and it was the image of Jesus in the cross section of the Big Hat Bar. Mm-hmm. And I thought that if I went out and bought like a few boxes of the Kit Kat bars, I could possibly recreate it. And so I bought, and this is what I'm at, Atkins. So I bought uh, about four boxes, right. and after about 600 bites, I mean, I'd bite into it, look, spit out the piece <laughs> that I had just bitten into. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't come up with it. And there was a uh, newspaper in Houston called the Houston Press, mm-hmm. who uh, covered the story, and it turned out that the editor and her uh, associates at the uh, at the newspaper. All went out and bought Kit Kat bars also to try to oh, replicate the image that was in the internet. None of them, none of them had the, uh, none of them had the ability to to do that. So uh, I, I think it had a lot to do with the person dentition. You know, I guess the teeth had to be just the line, just the right way to get that image. Um, was also a great. There was also a great image that I found of a, you know, of a young Jewish guy who had a motorcycle accident and scraped his knee. And after they took him to the hospital and they got the uh, the, uh, the jeans that he was wearing off, mm-hmm. uh, there was a rash there, a huge rash, and the Virgin Mary appeared on it. Oh, my gosh. You and but, I have uh, to take a commercial break with the news. We'll be right back with more images of Jesus, the Virgin Mary, and other uh, religious icons coming from our very special guest this hour. His name is Harry. I'm sorry. It's Harry Sharon. And he and his wife, Sandra, have written the book, Look, It's Jesus, Amazing Holy Visions in Everyday Life. And more information can be found at... Do you have your pencils and paper ready? Okay, here we go. Chroniclebooks.com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. And now I'm going to have nightmares about pork rind again. Thanks, Harry. (laughs) Finally got rid of them and they're back. Harry and I will be back talking about religious icons as the Exxon continues right here on Talkstar and the Exxon Broadcast Network. Oh! <laughs> 
Customing can help you recognize employees, show customer appreciation, and outfit your teams with your favorite products and brands customized with your logo. At customink.com, you can easily make your mark on all sorts of products, including water bottles, backpacks, polos, jackets, and so much more. Make Customink your go-to business partner with great customer service, quality products, and all-in pricing with personalized help when you need it and an easy-to-use website when you don't. All backed by a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to customink.com to get started today. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun, and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Back explanation. We ain't seen nothing yet unless you've uh, taken a look at uh, the book that has been written by our guest this hour, Harry Sharon, with his wife Sandra. Have written. Look, it's Jesus, and I'm going to tell you something. Explanation. People across the United States have seen Jesus, the Virgin Mary, and and others in well unusual places. For example, um, in Arizona, a one uh, a rock that looks like Jesus. Let's go to California. A bedroom door that has an image of Jesus. Um, now, this one here I found rather strange. In Florida, in Miami, a, a nightmare watermark of Jesus. Mm. 
Uh, let me see. A pretzel, Madonna and Child in St. Paul, Minnesota. Paper Towel Jesus in Syracuse, New York. Bunk Bed Jesus in Montclavia, Ohio. Shower Jesus in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Baseball Jesus in Sugarland, Texas. And Firewood Mary in Janesville, Wisconsin. Joining me this hour is Harry Charon. And once again, the name of their book is Look, It's Jesus, Amazing Holy Visions in Everyday Life. And you can find out more and order the book from chroniclebooks.com. Uh, the, there, you know, I'm looking at the list of, of the, the images and, and where they're mm-hmm. from and the state. And I notice that Florida has the most. Is there any reason for that? I have no idea. It, it, it kind of shocked me as well. I, I, I don't have an explanation for that. Mm. Um, there were quite a few in Florida and also in Texas. Um, I don't know if this is red state or blue state, but uh, mm. it, 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 it just seemed to happen that way. You know, uh, can you can you tell us about the rotting, rotting grape Virgin Mary that was found in Arlington, Texas? Yeah, that's a funny story. Um, I was sent to, I was sent an image by a hairdresser, mm-hmm. and uh, she was about to throw out a bunch of grapes that uh, she had been eating, and she realized that some of them were rotting, and she was just about to throw it out. And for some reason, she picked up this particular grape, and it just like amazed her that she saw the image of the Virgin Mary. And it happens to be one of my favorite images in the book. Um, and she was so enthusiastic and so uh, and, and so blown away by the image that uh, she just had to have it in the book. Then we talked about the meteorite Jesus, but an, an, another one that that I mentioned uh, during the uh, the intro was the nightmare watermark Jesus. Now, is that what I think it is? It's it's actually the the same building as the watermark Mary, but shot at night. Oh, so during the day it was Mary, and shot at night it was exactly. Jesus. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Now, bone Jesus from Cape Coral in Florida. Right. That was uh, that was a, a I don't remember what the what the type of fish it was, but mm-hmm. that only occurs on just a very particular type of fish. And they're generally very rare and not caught very often. But I think uh, the, the, the image is, is so striking that um, it, it just needed to be included in the book. It, it, it's, uh, you know, it was just um, really act very, very stunning. And, and it's actually one of my favorites also. Now, Harry, what is the first recorded image uh, of Christ when it comes to photography and, uh, you know, the first recorded pretzel that looked like Jesus or the first piece of of uh, ham and steak that looks like Mary. I, I don't know what else to use. When were these first reported? Well, I, I, I don't really know, but I did receive images from some pro- uh, professional photographers. Mm-hmm. One is called Wondrous Wall, and it's a wall that has Jesus on the cross, and the other one was an actual ice flow. Uh, it's a very, very stark and very uh, riveting image of a of an ice flow that clearly has the image of Jesus on, on as as the profile. As the ice is moving, mm. you see the face of Jesus sort of leading the way. And uh, you know, I, and as far as the other images are concerned, um, the photography was actually one of the key elements of the book. Uh, when, when I discovered a, a piece by uh, 
by a particular person, and I tracked them down, I had to now have them give me a, a, an image that was sufficient to be printable in the book. Right. And that was very hard. I had to turn away a lot of very good images because the, the size of the resolution was just not appropriate for printing purposes. But I don't know when the actual first uh, photographers started doing this. Uh, I'm just uh, I'm just covering I, I just covered the ones that I, that were most recent and current. Although right now there there are more and more findings every day. Are you going to be coming out with a sequel? I don't know. It depends on my publisher, and it depends on the, I suppose the success of this book. But uh, I'll tell you, it was it was very very grueling work, and it was very time consuming. But I, I think the book turned out so well that I would be willing to do another another edition of it. How there's, many... certainly enough, there's certainly enough material material out there. I was just going to ask you how many how many uh, entries do you believe did not make it due to the uh, due to the size or other restraints that you had? I would say about thirty in all. I had people that were sending me their images and they and I and I couldn't see and I couldn't see what you know I couldn't see clearly. Mm -hmm. Um, either Jesus, the Virgin Mary, or any of the other holy entities, and so they would send back, you know, a diagram showing specifically where it, were, where it was. And again, I couldn't see it. I, I so I, I just uh, rejected those. And I would say there were about thirty to thirty to forty images that just didn't didn't qualify as being uh, re recognizable. Although I have to say, part of the fun of the book. Is uh, is the fact that some of these images are not immediately apparent. It takes a, a, a bit of time looking at them, but once you uh, discover them, it's like an aha moment. Really? Yeah. Uh, for instance, there's an image of uh, Jesus in the clouds with angels, mm -hmm. and uh, some people have said, "Well, you know, I see the angels, but I don't see Jesus." But if you looked at the upper hand, left hand, and then the angels appear at the bottom of the uh, of the photo. But if you look at the very upper left corner, the face of Jesus is so striking that you know the first time I saw it, I gasped. I thought it was I thought it was really amazing. Now, prior so, to prior to your involvement with your with your book that is uh, that has been published by the people at Chronicle Books, uh, entitled "Look, It's Jesus." Were you, would you consider yourself to be a very religious person? I'm not a religious person, a spiritual person. I, I tend to respect all religions, mm -hmm. and I try to incorporate some of the some of the teachings that I can incorporate some teachings that I can incorporate into my life from all religions, whether it be Buddhism or Judaism or Christianity or yeah. Islam or. Um, so it, it doesn't, you know, we all worship the same sure. God, um, and that, you know, so so visions of 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 God, um, they're pretty much um, spirit. I, I I look at them as being more spiritual than actually religious. Although I have to say, a lot of my contributors believe that the books, uh, that the images were very very profound, and they yeah. took them very very seriously. Others didn't take it so seriously. Others thought it was amusing. So the book is really a combination of both really some silly images and some very uh, amazing images. Um, one, of the one of the silly images being Pretzel Madonna and Child. Um, it's, it's funny to see, and yet when you look at it, you can actually see 
Madonna holding her baby. Mm. It's, it, it's pretty. It's pretty outstanding. Um, Jesus again was a, another remarkable image, and uh, as was um, bunk bed Jesus, which I thought was really amazing. Uh, was a, there's another image in the book called Nun Bun, which is no. actually a, a cinnamon bun that looks like Mother Teresa. And that was discovered in a place called the Bongo Java Cafe in Nashville, Tennessee. And that received a lot of that received a lot of attention at the time that it uh, hit the media. Now, have you received any feedback from many of the people who have uh, purchased your book entitled Look, It's Jesus, Amazing Holy Visions in Everyday Life, where they've actually encountered or they've experienced, for lack of better words, a miracle? They didn't necessarily experience a miracle, but they saw they saw what the book was, was striving at. And so far, the reaction to the book has been really overwhelming. Um you know, it's 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 available on Amazon.com, on Borders.com, on BarnesandNoble.com, um, and uh, as I mentioned, Entertainment Weekly picked it up on yeah. their must list. Um, I think most people like to see that miracles actually happen, and they feel a sense of wonder. Some other some other people have a completely different take, and they think the book is silly. But I think in any event, I think it's worth just just you know, if, sure. if you're a non-believer. It, it's still a, a, a fun book to look at because the the images, some of them, you just it, they just really make you think. You know, I I, I I remember doing a show years ago on the same phenomenon, except it was with Elvis Presley. Is that right? Yeah. And, wow. And there were people who were seeing Elvis, and this was a couple of years after he died. They were right. seeing Elvis in in like. In the in the same circumstances as people have uh, sent in their images to you pertaining to Jesus, the Virgin Mary, and and other uh, mm-hmm. religious icons. So right. I, I'm just wondering if there is more to this than than we know at this time. For example, if people were to concentrate or or even to look for, let's say, um, it's a wonder that nobody's come out with an image of President Obama yet. Uh, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, shortly after Michael Jackson's death, there was another uh, sighting, and there was a raging debate at the site as to whether or not it was Michael Jackson or Jesus. Wow. Yeah. So people do tend to see things, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, it's just uh, a matter of what their belief is, and and a lot of people take this very very seriously. Others don't. Sure. Well, you know, and, there's no difference. Well, one thing. One. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. Go ahead, sir. Um, but one thing I have to say about the book, it sparks a lot of conversation. Um, I know of uh, particular associates of mine that I send copies of the book to. They tell me in their office, everybody's been like like stealing the book from the from the next from the next office, and people are just really um, having a great time with it. And uh, most of them are buying the book, so I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Well, we hope members of the Exo Nation will uh, also buy a copy of your book. The book is entitled Exo Nation, Look, It's Jesus, Amazing Holy Visions in Everyday Life. And uh, to find out where it's being sold, go on to uh, Google or any other search engine and type in Look, It's Jesus, or type in Harry and Sandra Choron, that's C-H-O-R-O-N, and I'm sure you'll be able to find it no problem. You can always go to the publisher's website, chroniclebooks.com. I, I was just I was just uh, going to say that, you know, in today's 
very trying times. What's wrong mm-hmm. with people finding icons and, and what some may perceive as, as a gesture of hope for a brighter tomorrow? What's the big deal? And, and you know, if anybody was to get upset about it, too bad. Get a life. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I think the people, there have been some comments on the internet that the book is silly and, ah. you know, it, it just doesn't uh, doesn't make any sense and they don't believe it. it these, you know, these people are entitled to their sure feelings. But the people that dis- have discovered these uh, were so enthusiastic about getting them into the book and receiving a copy of the book. And I've been, I've been getting wonderful feedback from my contributors. Uh, I've been contacting all of them and uh, asking them whether or not they received or signed copies and if they enjoyed it and to and to and without exception they've all been really very very happy with the with the outcome and they take they do they do they do take it seriously and when we began the project I you know our our, our process was not to be judgmental mm-hmm. we wanted to, to get the facts we wanted to know exactly how the people discovered them how they felt how their neighbors felt how members of their family felt, mm-hmm. and we took that uh, very seriously, and that's the text that accompanies each image. It's actually from the contributor, and uh, every, as I said, everyone has responded very, very positively to the book, despite the fact that there are some obviously very funny, book, funny images in there. Uh, I was a bit concerned about that, but it doesn't seem to matter to anyone. They, they all... They all see the the beauty and the uh, significance in these in these findings. I think there should be a word added to that sentence you just finished, and that's the word wonderment. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I I was inspired. In fact, I was very much inspired during the process of this mm-hmm. by the wonderment expressed by the by the by the by the contributors. They were uh, just so. Um, amazed at what they saw, you know, yeah. and, and they, to the point where they had to show it to, to family members to to, uh, to confirm what they were seeing. And, and, and everyone said, you know, everyone else saw exactly what, what they had ex- discovered. Harry, you and I have to take our final break. Please stand by. Harry Choron is our special guest. He's the co-author with his wife, Sandra, of Look, It's Jesus, Amazing Holy Visions in Everyday Life, www.chroniclebooks.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with our final wrap-up for today, Tuesday, March the 30th in the year 2010, as the Exxon continues from our studio in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network and on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network. Don't go away.
Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to take this opportunity of thanking all our guests tonight. And we had a great show we started off our show tonight with. All right, are you guys ready for this one? We started off with Philip J. Imbrogno. We talked about his new book, Files from the Edge, and he worked with Dr. Alan J. Hynek from Project Blue Book. Hour number two, Daryl Sims, the alien hunter, and I discussed aliens, alien abductions. However, I'm having a problem believing the fact that there is a UFO one of many UFOs circling this planet that is 50 miles deep and 600 miles long. I'm sorry. I'm having a heck of a hard time with that one. And so is my guest by the chuckling. And uh, I'd also like to thank Linda Brown, who wrote in Secret Diffusion, The Upper Realm Answers Questions About Earth. And my special guest this hour, Harry Charon, who is the author with his wife of Look, It's Jesus, Holy Amazing Visions in Everyday Life. Harry, it's been great having you with us. Uh, please Thank you very, very much. Thank you very Sandra. much. I, I just want to leave you with, with just a couple of thoughts, if sure, I might. please. Um, whether, whether you believe that these images are true or not, mm-hmm. there's, they're still fun to look at. And so this makes a really great gift for that special agnostic in your life. Well, I think it does a lot more than that, Harry. I think that what you and your wife Sandra have done is something wonderful. You've, you're bringing light to your readers around the world in a time when we can all use that extra bit of lighting, that extra bit of hope. And Absolutely. there's nothing wrong with a person having their faith reinforced. I think you've done a great job. And to you and the many contributors from our, you know, who've given into your book, thank you from the people out here. Thank you very much, Rob. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, and I just had a great time. All right. Once again, give you the information about your book to our listeners and how they can find uh, find a place where they can find it. Okay, it's in all the major bookstores. You can purchase it on Amazon. You Mm -hmm. can purchase it on Barnes & Noble. Uh, You can also purchase it on Borders, and uh, there are a number of websites, even some religious websites that are offering the book. So it's it's out there, and it's highly available. Harry, take care of yourself, and please give my very best to Sandra, and I hope to have both you and Sandra on the show one day so we can further discuss this great book of yours. Sounds great. Thank you so much, Rob. Take care, Harry. Nice talking to you. Once again, Exxon Nation, Harry Charon has been our special guest this hour. He is the co-author with his wife, Sandra, of Look, It's Jesus, Amazing Holy Visions in Everyday Life. And like Harry said, it's available at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, and fine books everywhere. Well, that's it for tonight, everyone. I'll be back tomorrow night at 10 o'clock as once again we cross the time-space continuum together to this place that I call the X-Zone. I'd like to take this opportunity of thanking all our affiliates around the world, our satellite providers, and our programmers who make sure that this show gets out to each and every one of you seven days a week. Good people at Talkstar Radio. Thanks, guys. And uh, to my production staff here at the Exxon Radio TV studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, you guys are the best. So until tomorrow night, Exxon Nation, when once again we meet here in the Exxon, always remember to keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night, everyone. See your beer, closing time.